my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's showtime. Hi, right, welcome everybody to another episode of the VHS Strikes Back. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to the VHS Strikes Back, the show where we dust off the old video player and go on a nostalgic journey to look at the good and the bad movies of yesteryear. Now, Chris, what are we going to review this week? Well, Dave, we are going back to 1981, and it is the sex comedy film directed by and written by Bob Clark, Porky's. So, Dave, I know we're probably going to have a lot to say about this. (laughs) Where do you remember first watching this? Well, I can't honestly pinpoint a time when I first watched it, but I just remember as a kid growing up, this, this movie was a thing of legend. I have mentioned about, you know, spending a lot of time at my nans and, you know, I had four uncles who were growing up there um, at the time. And so I just remember it being mentioned in conversation, like all the time, or not all the time, but, you know, from me being very young. And it's one of those, like, when you come in and and sort of like, oh, the kid's here. (laughs) We've got to stop talking now (laughs) kind of thing. But I I do remember kind of watching it for the first time and, and... not really thinking it, it. It didn't live up to my expectations, but uh, I think it's still. <sighs> this is way before American Pie, isn't it? It must have been. I reckon I must have been about ten or eleven by the time I actually saw it for the first time. You know, I kind of found the right blank video <laughs> that was unmarked, <laughs> uh, which had it on, and so yeah. I, I, there were just some legendary bits in it um and i thought at the time this is just uh kind of how how grown-ups behaved and i thought there was nothing wrong with it at all um <laughs> you know which my perception or my perspective might have changed a little bit over the years chris how about yourself well this is in or it was in the chris phelps catalog of Let's hide a video within the wrong case, Dave. <laughs> so I remember, like, as a kid, like, you know, eight, nine, ten years old, one of my mates saying to me, John, going, he was his brothers. He had, like, brothers. who He was about eight, no, he was probably about ten, really, when you start really noticing girls pro- properly. And um, I remember him saying, my brothers have got this this video, Porky's, and it was like a legendary thing at school. I don't think any of us had actually fucking seen mm. it, but it was more a case of, you know, Porky's, is, oh yeah, it's, there's loads of fucking nudity, you know, the, the girls are getting all the clothes off, it's really raunchy and all this. So, so I just remember it being one of them iconic movies that you, was just, you needed to see it, but I always used to think, how the hell am I going to see it? So it was always on the radar thinking, well, I can't ever fucking rent it with my nana and granddad <laughs> because it used to be rent, or my, other, my mum's mum and dad, or my other nana and granddad, because it's going to be like, well, what the fuck's all this about? Nobody had it. And then when I got to about fucking 16, I went and bought it on video just to see what the fucking, you know, what it was all about. And literally, I don't remember anything in the movie. I've never seen it other than the fucking, probably the, the bit with Kim Cattrall, Dave. <laughs> and I watched that. And the trick, the trick, I've said it before, is the trick is 
you watch the bit that you need to watch, you know, sort yourself out, shall we say, shall or we as, as I like to say, a day a Chris Phelps danger wank. Um, and then you fast forward it forward. So if someone gets hold of the video, they watch it. This was my thinking, Dave, as a fucking, you know, a covert wanker, literally. Um, they wouldn't realise what I've been watching. <laughs> I don't know what my logic was or anything, but that was my logic. So I had I'm it sure hidden no under my bed. no one would have seen around such a cunning plan. Yeah, no, yeah, it's like Baldrick, <laughs> innit? I have a cunning plan. But that was that was the whole pretense of owning that, as well as owning... I remember I had... Um, oh, fucking hell, I had... They had Pamela Anderson videos as well, Red Dragon or someone. I had a few of them, Dave, that were just fucking terrible. But there you go. But but they, they were all hidden within other VHSs that nobody in the family would watch. And I got away with that for many a year, Dave. So <laughs> I'd never seen it, but I'd seen it, if you know what I mean. The yeah. barking scene probably was the only one that, that I watched on a loop. And uh, probably why I like Kim controlling sex on the city, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I think there's that. <laughs> I mean, my word, this is, uh, I think she was early 20s here wasn't she Kim Cattrall and yeah. she was a good looking lady but I, I think what's funny about it now she she's like the same age as the students it's the same thing again isn't it where yeah. they're all like in their 20s or 30s playing like they're at high school <laughs> and that's true that that's the one thing watching this and I know what we're talking about in the review but the cast is completely miscast you know we've got that oh look He's a teenager. No, he's not. He's got a receding hairline, a fucking beer belly. He's got a fucking. He's probably got three kids. Why? It just baffles me with Hollywood how they, they just you know, there's certain actors who've got a young face, haven't they? Leonardo DiCaprio was one for years when he always got away with it. You had stuff like um, not Wacky Phoenix, River Phoenix. He was one. You know, you had all these young guys and and like for the girls as well it's very difficult but the hollywood thing was always to put like a 40 50 year old bloke with a young 20 something leading lady dave and yeah. nobody bats an eyelid but you do it the other way and it's like oh that's a disgrace it's caused controversy so yeah it's very strange this film and and i must admit what this is the first time i've ever watched it from uh top to bottom and it was not the film i imagined in my head it was at mm. all i thought it was american pie and it ended up being pretty much what you wanted to see if you watched Grease, but you don't get to see it, Dave. It's basically Grease with... I can't say what I said to you in the message, Dave, but, but basically <laughs> it's Grease with certain amount of anatomy of a, of a lady. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, I mean, this this did really well. We say, you know, it kind of came out in 81, late 81, but it really hit in... Um, uh, 82 that you know that's when it had it, its wider release now on a budget of five million dollars it made a hundred and sixty million dollars which is not a bad return and i think you you look at this and you do see the dna of american pie being formed yeah yeah i think so I, and so it, it definitely is like the grandfather if you like but i my word well we'll get into the the review of it um i i had seen it there were a lot of things that i remembered a lot of things that i didn't remember as well but like the opening scene where uh kind of peewees playing around with the eggs and stuff like that i i, I remembered that quite well but uh chris we can't delay for any longer <laughs> Should we get into the seediest trailer that I think we've had yet on the VHS Strikes Back? Let's go. 
20th Century Fox would like to introduce you to Pee-wee and his pals. Tommy, Mickey, Tim, and the biggest man on campus. Why do they call you meat? Because it's so big? <laughs> when they're not in class, they're into everything. Gonna need it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pull over. But what they'd like to get into most is a place called Porky's. I left my idea. Here, use this one. That's my Bible school card. Unfortunately, we can only show you the outside of Porky's. Because what goes on inside is not to be believed. Boy, the locker room. Oh, it turned me on. We'd like to show you more of the locker room, but this kind of physical education just isn't taught. Yeah. We can't show you more of the shower scene. Because what they're looking at isn't watered down. They want us to look. They want us to look. Porky. You too will be back for a second look. Now, for me, Chris, there is no doubt about what they're aiming to do there with that trailer. <laughs> it's like the seediest thing on the planet. Yeah, and, and what's even worse about that trailer is it's false fucking advertising because <laughs> the film is not like that it's one not. bit at all. It's, and you're right about the American Pie reference. I do think we've gone... The directors of this have gone Greece and they've gone, hang on, how can we make a Greece movie? But without, obviously, the singing and dancing, but with the same sort of leaning into the 1950s stuff, leaning into, like, the guys just want to get off with the girls type situation. Because that's what Greece is about, really. Sandy D, yeah. Danny Zuko, that's what it's about. It's about everyone getting together. I mean, Kaniki gets pregnant, or she thinks she's pregnant in it, to, um, oh, what's his bloody name? Um, the leader of the, the gang. Kanicki, so it's Jeff Conaway's the, the the actor as well. Should know that, don't. No idea. Terrible. Oh, Kanicki's the guy. Rizzo, sorry, people are shouting. Rizzo is um, Stockard Channing, and Kanicki's the main guy. Sorry, I got them wrong there. But anyway, it leans into that a lot. This takes it to another level and goes, "How can we make a fifteen style movie?" I was, and I think what's attracted me just looking at it now is the VHS cover because you've got the eyes <laughs> looking at a naked woman who's turning a shower on. But the movie doesn't start like that. It, it's for me. It, it's, <laughs> well, it's just fucking. It, let oh, go on, let go me on, hold on. your horses there, because oh, I've sorry, not yes, the main I've intro. The gun on there. Yeah, sorry, sorry. But it is absolutely false advertising. I agree, and it is just it is saying to teenage boys, "Come and watch me," because I'm basically a fucking porno. Um, but anyway, Chris, the plot. In 1954, each boy in a group of Florida high school students plans to lose his virginity. They go to Porky's, a strip club in the Everglades, believing they can hire a prostitute to satisfy their sexual desires. The club's proprietor, Porky's, takes their money but humiliates the boys by dumping them into the swamp. When the group demands their money back, the sheriff, Porky's brother, drives them away but not before he extorts them for the rest of their money further embarrassing them now chris what do you reckon to the opening of this one without talking about greece which is what you just did a minute ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's fucking dog shit this movie dave it is absolutely 
awful. And because I spent so much time fucking wearing the video out at that whatever this minute that is in the movie, and I'm sure when I was younger, <laughs> I probably knew what minute that was on. It it's just terrible. It, it's like a it's not really a comedy for me. None of the jokes hit. I don't even think when I was younger they would have hit at all. Mm. Even though we're in a, a different world and obviously none of this stuff is is acceptable. Even in the eighties, I don't think it was acceptable, Dave. It's 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 a mess and it's almost like it's very serious. That the trailer portrays it as like you say, you know, we've got the hindsight for that. We've got American Pie comes in at nine, 1998. Obviously, 17 years later, completely, that trailer tells you everything you need to know about this film. This trailer has about three scenes of, like, naked women, stuff like that. But there's nothing that hits for me. I think it's really, really shit. And I think the jokes and everything, I kept thinking, Jesus Christ, this is 41 years ago, this comedy. And I, honestly, I remember people saying, oh, you've got to watch Paul, it's a great film. And it's like... <laughs> It isn't. It's fucking <laughs> shit. And the, and the story is awful. And it's just dead serious. It's like a melodrama. It's not what I thought it was just going to be, like real stupid daft jokes, you know, all the way through. And and it's just not for me, Dave. So mm. anyway, that's how I feel. I'm not, all, I'm not on the fence on this one, unfortunately. <laughs> well, I think of all the movies that we've gone back to watch, I think this is one where we said straight away, this is not going to age well. Um, but actually, and, and it doesn't. But there was less of the kind of madcap, you know, kids trying to get, you know, get their end away. And like you say, there was more kind of melodrama to it. Now, the the writer and director, Bob Clark, basically wrote this over like a 15-year period. And, you know, he was calling on a lot of his own experiences, which is very disturbing. <laughs> yeah. You're right to call out Greece. I mean, I, I could say, Chris, there's a lot less suggested rape in this one than there is in Greece. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. But it does have the look and feel of it. And I guess you've just had, you know, in the kind of 70s and 80s, you've got the people, the writers, you know, actually, they're the people who grew up in the, in the 50s kind of thing. So, yeah. I wonder if that's why there's they're kind of so similar there. I mean, the way it starts off isn't terrible, I don't think. You know, you, you get to see the boys and they're kind of having a bit of a laugh. Like I say, I remembered the egg scene. I mean, you can see it coming a mile off, but we'll forgive them. It's the 50s and you've got all these kind of teenagers, even though they're clearly in their 20s at least. <laughs> <You know? laughs> at least, yeah, I agree. But I did, I did remember that bit and I thought that was a, a kind of fun opening to it. And I just think... Because the movie was so legendary, I think the people who've wrote kind of these kind of teenage sex comedies since have remembered the kind of the essence of the movie and taken that as inspiration rather than the movie itself. Because I agree, there's not a lot that is kind of funny. There is a fucking shitload that's completely wrong about it, though. Oh, fucking hell, Dave. It's terrible The the, the the way that the women in this movie are framed is just awful, isn't it? It is. I mean, I know we're in a different time now, and and there should be this, you know, it, everything should everyone should be equal. The Me Too, everything. This isn't like us trying to be political, but but I just for me, it's just 
Or even the fucking teacher, when, the, when that guy, the teacher walks past the, the cliched big teacher, PE teacher with the whistle and that, and that guy goes, mm. hi, Miss Weather, how's your weight? And then she turns around and, he's, and, he's, and they're like, she wants you. And you're thinking, because I didn't really remember the movie at all. I was thinking, oh my God, she doesn't get off with the fucking student, does she? And fucking does one of them ones where he goes in a dark room like they do in these films and mm. the fucking teacher jumps all over him. So I, I was expecting stuff like that, but yeah, it did everything's off about this and and you're leaning into the south of america as well aren't you like you know proper the deep south at times some of the stuff because they're portraying like hillbillies in it and everything i think these every cliche possible in these sort of slapstick and i'm using slapstick fucking loosely dave movies because it's just not a good movie for me the other thing is there is no real protagonist or protagonists <laughs> they're all a bunch of fucking douchebags aren't they <laughs> I mean, I think yes. I think Pee Wee is supposed to be the main kind of point of view character. You know, he's the the one trying to get his end away and stuff. Uh, well, they all are, but he's like the really naive one. But I think he's just a cock. I think all of them are fucking horrible people. Um, and, and yeah, it just it wasn't funny. That I must admit that. There was one bit which raised a kind of half smile from me. And that's when uh, Kim Cattrall is doing the old lassie bit. And it's the the older teacher who looks like about 50. So I don't know how yeah. he knows, like, that, you know, Miss Honeywell is uh, does this trick in the locker rooms kind of thing. But he's laughing his head off and, like, trying to hide himself. But it wasn't like laugh out loud funny it was just like yeah fair enough i i think i'd be laughing oh i tell you what there, there's another bit actually chris so so the infamous shower scene i mean basically these kids would be hauled off to fucking prison or they should be um but at the time it's like ah boys will be boys <laughs> you know what i mean it, yeah. it's, again it's just a different time there but when the the one kid is like putting his dick through that this this is the most iconic yeah. thing about porkies isn't it and all the yeah. you know the girls are having a bit of a laugh actually aren't they you know to be fair and miss ball bricker comes in <laughs> and <laughs> it's the bit that made me laugh was the fact that i can't remember what his name is now not peewee but his other mate he's like oh wait she's coming for it and Pee-wee's wanting to say, oh, shit, we've got to run. But his mate's like, no, no, wait there. She's coming for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that bit did make me laugh because I just thought, yeah, that's what I do. Not in, in exactly the same thing, but in the in the way that, like, you're just setting your mate up. <laughs> yeah, and she wasn't she wasn't Helga Day that I always remember from my home oh, no. in that I was hoping for. <laughs> I, I often say to you, Chris, what was her plan exactly? Was she trying to pull him through the fucking wall with his knob? No, no. Honestly, I I agree with that. Honestly, I, even uh, he grabs his dick just like he's yanking it. He's got his jock strap on, and I'm like, what? What is the logic? That is a pupil's dick who you have got hold of now, and you're not a fucking. It's not a glory hole. It's a fucking. You're gonna fucking rip his knob off it. Yeah. So it's so. It didn't, I must say, it didn't make, it wasn't funny. I think everything, because it's all predictable and it's all that proper 
smutty teenage laughs in it. Because this film really, all right, it might have been a 15 or an R rated, or maybe an 18, which obviously is an R in... Um, is it R or is it an M? Whichever the top rating, rating is. Like, yeah, like our 15. The, the highest. 15, no, so is, X, it, is, it, is, it, is the highest. X rated. Right, so, 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 but you, they knew when they did this movie that loads of young... Uh, young teenagers were going to watch this, Dave, mm. didn't they? They knew watching this. They, people were going to sneak in. And I think that's where it gets its cult following from because I know we missed the boat. We were too young. You know, we, we were only, bloody hell, what, you four? I was three or whatever. We, we were far too young when this came out to even acknowledge it. It's just, it became a legend for me, a legendary movie. And every time I saw that VHS cover, I was like, got to fucking see this movie as soon as i got that stirring in my loins dave i was like oh hang on a minute i have got to see this movie i, I needed to get any sort of visual action wherever i could growing up and that seemed to fit the bill but fucking hell unbelievable it, it really it shocked me that it wasn't the movie i expected i found it really serious i mm. really did find that there was spots in it were trying to be funny like the shower scene the kim cattrall one i mean i mean that other coach when she's barking on the last set, and he's behind the curtains laughing. That's not even funny. On any, it might be funny at first, like, oh, it's brilliant, but he's like in hysterics in here, like mm. the old coach comes over and back pulls the curtain back, and it's like, and then that guy comes back, doesn't he? And does he does the old Bryce off a married at first sight Australian goes, sorry, I, I've got, I've had a bad stomach, I've had the yeah. runs, and he's like, yeah, don't think you're going to be here for much longer, son. But it's like none of it hit for me, none of it. Hey, I mean, Dave, wouldn't we all like to find the woman who gets turned on by your sweaty fucking jock strap and if you're coming from football stinking BO? Jesus Christ. Written by a bloke. Oh, yeah, get really turned on by men's fucking sweaty socks and that. Oh, my God. You know, you know have, I, have I ever told you this story? Have I ever told you this story? So, it's another one. I might have told you this, so stop me. Have I told you about the story of me? After You would have played football with me. We played football at JJB. And I went through a phase when we finished football, because we used to play, didn't we, like nine mm. till 10 or half eight till half nine. I would go to Asda and go shopping, right? So I'd have all my fucking footy gear on. So I'd try and put like a hoodie on or something. You know what I mean? Because obviously you've done an hour of football, you're sweating, you need a shower. I've got my fucking full gear on, probably shin pads and everything. And I went Asda shopping this one night and it was roasting. So I had a t-shirt on. So I'm in the queue and it's fucking steaming hot and I know them from Manchester that's unheard of but there is days when it is steaming hot <laughs> and I'm sweating my bollocks off I'm still sweating from foot I've sweat down if I've got a full trolley of shopping and there's a queue of about four or five of us on this till there was only like one or two tills and it's packing up and I'm the next in line and this fucking guy's there and the poor woman is packing the shopping have I told you this one day no no this is God's honest I'm, truth. I'm trying I'm, to I'm, join up in my mind where the fuck this is going. I, I've on. told you this story. I'm just talking, it's nothing to do with getting turned on by a fucking doctor. <laughs> just remind me about the BO thing of sports. Oh, thing. right, right. So, so I, I remember telling you this, but it was a long time ago. And I'm in the queue and there's about three or four people behind me. And this woman's like, oh, that's disgusting, isn't it? And he's letting this woman load his shopping. You know, she's scanning his food and that. And mm. I always say, do you want help with your bagging? And I'm thinking, Fucking hell, the guy was about the same age as me. And I'm like, and I turn and I said, fucking lazy bastard. That, that's a joke. The poor woman there, me totally judging this guy. Dave, he only fucking turns. He's only got one arm. 
And I was like, holy (laughs) shit. And everyone heard me and this woman moaning and people behind. I literally wanted the fucking fucking ground. I know. I literally wanted my my fucking life to fucking flash in front of me. It was the worst thing I have ever said. And I'm calling him a lazy bastard, (laughs) arrogant, everything. Oh, Dave, it was one of them fucking moments where literally I wanted the whole thing to swallow it up because I think I was more vicious than this woman because I'm looking at the poor woman who's probably on minimum wage and this arrogant fucker's getting his shopping and letting her pack his, pack his shopping and then when he turned and he had like that sleeve pinned underneath his arm and I'm like oh my fucking and there God, kids Chris. was a life lesson <laughs> yeah don't judge a fucking book by its cover but it's, oh, it's that, the that kind of remark, you've definitely not told me that before um it reminds me more of the in-between as that. So Will used to always end up like in, in that situation where he calls oh, someone yeah. out and then they end up being disabled or something. But again, with the in-between us, you can see this the fingerprints of Porky's all over that as well, I think. Yes, that's a very good point because we, we reviewed, didn't we? We've done it on here, the in-between is that scene at the pool when they've, they, yeah. the, the guy says, you've stolen my beds, and he's there going, no, we haven't. And we and it goes, and then he goes, of course she's disabled, yeah. you know, because his daughter's not even eyes. need a chair. <laughs> yeah. Fucking then he gets up, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he gets up, doesn't he? He goes, right, come on, we're going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my but, God, um, that's fucking excellent. Say, you say about, like, over-the-top laughing. One of the other things that surprised me this time of watching through, like, Miss Ballbreaker, is as she's affectionately known. So it's Ballbreaker, isn't it? But they call her Ballbreaker. When she's telling the headmaster, and you've got the other teachers in there, about this sexual assault, basically. This this guy's been shoving his knob through the fucking women's uh, showers kind of thing. And it's, it's like the movie is playing her off as being the villain. She's basically telling him about this, and then the the other teachers are just laughing their fucking head off. How funny is this, you know? And she's going on about the penis having a mole on it, which I, I remember that bit of dialogue. But again, you're just thinking, fucking hell. <laughs> how, how did anyone think this was okay? Because, like I said, we were kids watching this. Surely people who were grown up at the time didn't just think, oh, yeah, this, it's really funny, this, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking... It, it's gobsmacking, to be honest, how uh, how she is played off like that fucking... Can you imagine if that happened in a school now? I know. You just couldn't... You couldn't even comprehend that, could you? That would be like one of the biggest scandals going. You probably the headmaster or headmistress would have to fucking resign. It's, it's it, you couldn't even imagine something like that, could you? Yeah. And and I think and I think even as we were kids, and you know there was funky shit going on all over the fucking place. I'm I'm sure there still is now, and it's just not as um they're probably a bit more deceptive these fuckers. But there was always dodgy teachers, Dave. You know what I mean? I remember there's oh, a few. There's yeah, a yeah. few. There's a few now that I went. To, I went to an all boys school for a year and a half, and I, I think I've said it before, but a couple of the teachers are fucking in prison now. Because um, it was the same thing Ian Brown from the Stone Roses testified against Fred the Weatherman and the, he went to Aldrichum Grammar. I went to... Say, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, Ian Brown was talking. Fred the Weatherman? Yeah. He's not another one, is he? Oh, Dave, he's been... He's been he was oh, in jail for four or five hell. years. 
He was he was a, a teacher at Altrincham Grammar, and um, he taught people in Ian Brown's class. Ian Brown out of the Stone Roses testified against him because of some um, trip, school geography trip or something. But yeah, he's terrible for for messaging boys and everything. He, I'm not just messaging Dave, doing attacking him and that. So yeah, hundred percent. That I think he might just be out now, the jail. Okay, but he got no. four or five years. I, so, see, I didn't so, but, even know that's that one. Bad. Yeah, that's bad. But my skill set, Ambrose. Was the same. It was a, a Christian old boys' school, and there's a few of them got done for it. It all come to light in the last couple of years, but it's fucking weird how, how it was almost played off for laughs. This sort of thing. I'm not saying what the guys did was right because they weren't. They were fucking doing a glory hole, unbeknown to the women or the girls in the showers and that. That was terrible. You know what I mean? But it's like the the teacher gets a bit more of a bad rap than these pervy little George McFlies. Mm. <sighs> Blimey, Fred, the weather man. I can't believe it. But um, I, I told you about my junior school, didn't I? Where fucking the headmaster used to make everyone take their tops off to do dance. This was yes. when we were about 10, 11. Yeah. It's like boys and girls. It's like, you creepy That's fucker. So why Why weren't the parents fucking a bit perturbed by any of this? I don't, I don't know, know Chris. It, it's fucking anyway, grim, isn't it? Fu- but, um, yeah, it is grim. It's took a fucking turn. And I agree, Dave. I can think back to PE and this woman teacher used to make everybody take the tops of all the lads and then make one team wear bibs. It's like, well, why, if you've all got your shirts on, let the others wear the tops without the bibs on. And then the other team just naked. I, I never, I, I, even as a kid, I used to think, this is fucking weird. This. Why the hell are we having to do this? But there you go. Was it a pretty teacher? <laughs> Yeah, it's one bad. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, Chris, but other people, other lads, other teenage boys might have been okay with that. <laughs> Dave, look, let's be honest. Let, let's cut, cut, the, cut the fucking shit here. Let's be honest. It was always the dream when I was 13, <laughs> <Of course>. 14. <laughs> the dream. The dream. Let's say no more. <laughs> but, um... Anyway, Chris, uh, one of the things I, I found slightly more disturbing out of this was initially, before we even get to Porky's, because that only seems to come later on in the movie, doesn't it? And uh, they go in and uh, like their mates have lined them up with this prostitute called Cherry Forever. And basically, they're all sat there, like fucking stark bollock naked, waiting to sleep with this prostitute. And it's like, and, and they're in the other room where a couple of mates, you know, are doing it first. And I just kept thinking, fucking hell, that's rank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I, I can't imagine at any point in my life before or in the future where I'd just be okay, sat there, stark bollock naked with all my mates and a fucking semi on. <laughs> you know, it's, not, it's not fucking sexy at all, is it? But... um. Yeah, I thought that was oh, no. that was a bit of a grim sort of practical joke in the end, wasn't it? And oh, what's that? Um, what is that movie with Ryan Reynolds in where he really sort of became big? Is oh. it the one where he works in the, the bar? Like the, he's a waiter in a bar. He's like it's the party liaison. Type. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the fucking song. I saw a clip of it the other day. They were doing like a Ryan Reynolds thing, you know, because of Red Notice, which I've got to say, everyone, if you haven't watched it, is a good film on Netflix with The Rock and Gal Gadot. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it'll come to me. But um, there's a there's a moment in that movie where he's just running down the road, stark bollock naked, 
And so when Pee Wee was doing it, and the police are kind of, you know, driving up behind him, I, I was thinking, oh, I wonder if, like, this, this Ryan Reynolds movie, was. I wonder if it was a complete homage, that scene, to Porky's. It could be. It could be. I, I can imagine in America, I might be wrong here, Dave, because no other American listeners, but I can imagine this being a cult classic. I don't think it translates very well. The only thing for me is Kim Cattrall, Dave. That's the only positive. Yes, yes. Uh, Van Wilder, party liaison. Yes, Van Wilder. That's, yeah, the, that's one. the one. That's the one, yeah. That was his big break. Because that's what he said, didn't he? He did Van Wilder, and then all of a sudden put about £20 of muscle on for Blade 3, Dave. Obviously, naturally, yeah, naturally. I'm never going to question that. We did talk about that on the Blade review, but naturally it was done that, you know, correctly by eating his fucking vitamins and saying his prayers as Hulk Hogan would say, Dave. But there you go. <laughs> you know what's just occurred to me, Chris? This is our second Kim Cattrall movie. We did Police Academy as Police well. Police Academy. We? Yeah, I was just coming to it. I didn't think we should have done Yeah, not wrong with that, Dave. I have to do Mannequin at some point as well, but. Uh... Just again, how we fall over these, you know, reoccurring actors and actresses uh, without really thinking about it. But um, I mean, what do you reckon, Chris? To when they actually go into Porky's, because I kind of felt like they were being a bunch of dicks. Yeah, they were being a bunch of dicks, and they probably they probably picked the worst women dancers we've ever seen. If they're, they're supposed to be. The, the top of the tree in this bar, this like mythical bar, the front girl cannot, she dances like me, Dave, like a fucking <laughs> Ikea wardrobe. She's literally just as stiff as a board trying to look sexy. But but yeah, they are acting like a dick. They get, they get thrown out, don't they? they? They get like, it all sort of culminates with them sort of going outside. And you've got that weird dynamic with that guy who's the Hell's Angel and his son. And he just chins his son, doesn't he, and that. And they've got this thing about he's being abused. That's where he goes a bit weird. He's got this, like, overcoming the fact that his dad's just come out of jail. And he, and his dad, mm. again, he's definitely a fucking Jimmy Savlon because he's got a girl on the back of his bike who's oh, about 17. Hell, yeah. And he lo- he looks like the other guy out of Greece, the one who's, um, like, the baddie dancer who do Danny Zuko races. He looks like him. Um, it's fucking weird. There's some proper weird dynamics. But the bar is like Roadhouse, which... Coincidentally, yeah. Dave, just got off the subject. Jake Gyllenhaal could be oh, starring in the remake that. of Roadhouse. What is that about? I don't, I don't know how you make Roadhouse today. I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I, I really it just don't. seems bizarre to me. I, uh, they should not remake that. They, they just need to leave that one alone, as the classic that it is. But um, you mentioned about that guy's dad. I, I couldn't work out if it was his dad or his brother, but. He was a bit older, whichever, you know, if he was his brother. And I was thinking, well, if this is in the 50s, you know, and he was an absolute fucking dick and a racist prick at that. I was thinking, well, would he have been in the war? Would, yes. he, would he have been in, like, the Second World War and stuff? And like I said before, the, the director... Bob Bob Clark said he used a lot of you know his own personal experiences for this, and I I, I just I, it's a weird thing to put in this movie because you've got him. He's obviously a bit of a twat, but I don't know. Maybe you're not supposed to think how deeply. Like, why is he a complete twat like that? And yeah, he'd, he'd have probably been in the Second World War, you know, either on the oh, Pacific right, side or the yeah um, or in Europe or what have you. But also, like, the fucking racism. You know, the anti-Semitism. You're going at that Jewish guy, aren't they? 
Yeah, who's a boxer. He does jiu-jitsu, doesn't he? he? He gives a bit of a kick into that other guy, doesn't he? They have a, a set to, and he levers him, doesn't he? Yeah. But he absolutely I, nails him. I guess, you know, I'm trying to think. When when we did Heathers, you know, Tony called out, didn't he, that, you know, the, the bad guys are called out for that. So they're saying terrible things, but that's because they're terrible people. And I kind of feel like, well, some of the racism in this, it's not like... It's not like they're playing it and it's just, oh, you know, casually throwing out anti-Semitic slurs and stuff. You know, they're they're being twats and the one of them gets a good kicking for it. And actually the Jewish guy seems like one of the least douchebaggery people. Uh, yeah, he's actually a good guy, isn't he, with a bit yeah, of a conscience. Yeah. That's when he sees the stuff with that guy and his dad, doesn't he? Because he's the big mm. jock guy as well, isn't there? Who meat. he wants to stick up. Yeah, me. He wants to. I mean, he's saying to that girl, isn't he? And they're like, "She's a freshman. You don't want to get suspended again." So he's basically going to pull his cock out. Yes. Right? He's obviously called meat because he's packing a fucking <laughs> oh. chopper down there, Dave. Oh, we laughed you know I mean? when he did that and got suspended yeah, again yeah. for fucking public indecency. <laughs> it's another girl. Yeah, another girl. He's <laughs> fucking. Hell. He's sexually assaulted, yeah. What a guy, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. You've got to be careful with uh, fucking John's pulling out the quotes for this one. <laughs> yeah, John, do not pull this one out. Fuck me. So to speak. So to speak. I have pulled one out many times, but not fucking that quote. <laughs> but, um, but Chris, honestly, the kids were being utter twats. Now, I don't think Porky should have necessarily fucking stolen their money, but they basically crossed state lines to get into this strip club to try and, you know, rent out a VIP room or whatever. He's played a bit of a practical joke on them. But I don't think the response was entirely justified to basically ruin his whole fucking business. (laughs) His whole establishment. It's just it's ridiculous to me the the lengths they went to yeah and 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 you're right i mean obviously the the young guy the main star of it all he's just like he's like you say the similarities to his american pie he's he's absolutely perfect what's he called jason thingy in american pie um what's he called i want to say will but uh not will it's uh jim jim oh yeah you've got to think on there the dad you know, yeah, Jim. Hey, Jim. Hey, Jim. <laughs> hey, Jim. <laughs> we used um, to call it stroking the salami. <laughs> <laughs> hey, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> you said that rather too well, Dave. But, <laughs> but no, it, it, the main character is Jim, isn't he? You know, it's yeah. that same same thing again, where he's sort of like, um, he's it, sort of like that. I need to get laid. I need to get laid. And obviously, I know what the end of it does because there's that weird girl in it who looks a bit like. Richie Cunningham's sister, Wendy, out of Happy Days, Wendy, yeah, Wendy, and but she's that horrible to him as well, you know, like um, she's a khaki hunter's her name, but 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 it's like she's horrible to him, but she's always in the background, they're always slagging him off, aren't they? Saying he's got a little dick and and he's <laughs> all the, this is just sort of like going all the way through the See, movie. I, I think she's through the movie. She, to be honest, a lot of what Wendy says comes across to me as just like ribbing. You know, I know you don't like the word banter, but it seems like a bit of a banter thing. It could, yeah, it could be. I just thought she was just part of these lot. I mean, they did get her when they rang up the bowling alley. We did get Mo from The Simpsons. So whether that inspired Mo oh, from The yeah. Simpsons line... With Michael Hunt. Yeah, Michael. 
Oh, well, that was the only bit that got me because I love that scene in The Simpsons. I always love it when Bart brings up fucking Mo. It's good, isn't it? It's fucking brilliant. I Absolutely brilliant. Anyone know where yeah. the banner tinkles? <laughs> it is legendary. I mean, for anything like that, I think The Simpsons own this, don't they? But I yeah. don't know. This is probably the earliest movie where we've seen this kind of practical joke. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But like you said, Dave, 106 million on its first release this made. Fucking in US and Canada alone. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, it made 130 worldwide because obviously it probably wasn't in a lot of territories, maybe in the UK, but amazing, amazing. And that's why it's such a cult classic. And I know they made sequels, two or three of them in the 80s, that were fucking rubbish, I would have thought. Never even seen hide the hair of any bits of them. But it was still a massive movie. And the re-releases on DVD as well, just looking at that, amazing. But I just think it's one of the movies that you had to be there to enjoy it. American Pie might be the same now if people... I mean, we've watched it recently and it's still fucking brilliant. Stifler, everything. It's still quite current. This is like... This come out 17 years before American Pie. But I I could imagine in 98 you'd watch Porky's and go... Oh, fucking hell, this has aged badly. Do you know what I mean? Like this, it, it was we've 99. Got... I, 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 I'll, let, sorry, I'll yeah. let, let it go the first time, but... <laughs> yeah, it was close. I only, I only reference it because it means Sam's one of our first ever movies. So yeah, I've yeah. realised around like 98, 99. But the, the difference, I think, with American Pie is it's still really current. I know technology's not in it and they're watching fucking the, that girl from across the internet and probably some shit webcam. Nowadays, it'd be fucking OnlyFans with a fucking 4K camera. day. stretch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And a 10-stretch. But back then, it was fucking but acceptable. Th- there's so many more jokes in American Pie. You know, it, people can watch it, and I'm sure they, they might say, oh, it's not funny. But there are actual jokes in it. Whereas this, it's all over the place. Does it want to be serious or, or does it want to be uh, a comedy or or does it just want to be like fucking uh, a glorified porno? Exactly. And, and that's where I think the trailer is just false advertising because it's, it, for me, it's a proper teen drama with naked bodies. That's it. Huh. There's a bit of smut in it. And that for me, it just doesn't hit at all. I don't think any of it's funny. And I'd I love to see people's reactions because you know me they always say I fucking I don't want to do like Goonies everyone's avoiding Goonies because I've never seen it properly I know I'm going to hate it so everyone's like I'm not letting Chris review it because he's going to fucking ruin it I know at some point we're going to do it but a lot of people it's very very much of a coming of age movie and they're dreading what I'm going to say not because I'm trying to be the bad guy I just be honest for what I see as I watch it as a 42 year old man soon to be 43 next week every week today but anyway um, 43 so they say then probably when this comes out. But what I would say is that this is a movie. I don't get it. I want somebody who listens to our podcast to disagree with me and just come to me and say, well, actually it's brilliant because of this. And I love listening to that. I love that perspective because sometimes I don't see that perspective. I'm just so like, Oh my God, this is awful. And it's nice to see, but I don't know anybody in my circle even now would turn around and go, Porky's classic. I think they just turn around and go, Kim Cattrall, she barks. I think that's all I'll probably get out of him. I I think you're right. I think there's basically two scenes in this that are probably legendary. There's the shower scene, obviously all sorts yeah. of wrong, but but legendary. And then Kim Cattrall doing the lassie bit. You know that <laughs> that is 
that is thing of legend, isn't it? And I think probably lots of I don't know, lots of people around our age might have watched it, you know, back in the day when they were kids, you know, found one of the uh, blank tapes with it on and then thought, you know, it, what the movie is has morphed in their memory and they just remember those bits and think, oh yeah, it's a great movie. And it wasn't it. It's pretty fucking shit, really. Um, <laughs> and again, just the amount of stretches and leaps in this as well. You know, when they basically destroys this, destroy this guy's livelihood, you know, because they kept trying to fucking sneak into the strip club. And then they're, they're doing a bit of a Smokey and the Bandit. They're, they're heading to get over the state lines, right? They do that. But not only have they done that, they're trying to get back across state lines so the guy, Porky's brother, doesn't have jurisdiction there. They've literally got, you know, what I can only imagine is something around midnight. Basically got the whole school, everyone's dressed up in all the cheerleader outfits, we've got the whole fucking band there. <laughs> Everyone from the school is there. And then you've got, like, the, the kind of sheriff guy, who's... I don't know. <laughs> it seems a bit wrong that he's smashing up this other guy's car. I, I just found it utterly bizarre about how it just all ended there. And again, I, I don't remember as a kid ever questioning this, but it's just all sorts of nonsense. But then it gets it gets particularly fucking <laughs> grim. What are you going to say? Because they're like, oh, come on, Wendy, you lost the bet. You have to sleep with Pee Wee now. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's like, oh, the fucking guy looks at the camera, doesn't he? He's like, jeez. <laughs> it's like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so, like, so she she basically goes into the bus, fucking shags Pee Wee. And then, you know, right after his uh, post bit of coitus there, he leans out the window and he's like, fucking Tarzan. He's like, oh, <laughs> It's, it's like, fucking ridiculous. The <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> totally unrealistic, Chris. He'd have been asleep. But um, yeah, no, big time, just, Dave. Just, yeah, just I don't know, just fucking nonsense. And I guess you know when you've got a bit less life experience, when you're watching this as a kid, you're sort of thinking, oh yeah, and you just go with it. You remember the sexy bits, um, and don't question anything else. But no, this was bad. This was really bad. Really bad. No, I'm with you, Dave. I'm totally with you. I'd... Yeah, I've got nothing else. Shall we get into our review scores, Dave? Let's go. So... I'll go first, Dave. So what I'll do is we'll do a rundown of the scores because we always throw them in there every couple of weeks and I always forget because I'm useless. So if it's the greatest movie you've ever seen, and spoiler, this is it. <laughs> it goes to Cloud yeah. City. Don't worry about the next few, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. Just count on the bottom one, well, the second to bottom one. If it's still a great movie but not the top tier, it goes to Pleasantville. If it's right in the middle, still a good movie, we send it to Hill Valley. If we're getting, you know, in the dregs of in the reasons of some crap movies, it goes to Elm Street. And if it's the worst thing you've ever seen, it is going to Alderaan. 
and being fired off to see General Zod over in the Phantom Zone on Comics in Motion. That's how bad it is. So <laughs> I am going to send this to the bottom. It is awful. It was not what I expected. I could say, I always laugh and joke about it, but I've had many a danger wank, many a shoulder fucking dislocation <laughs> watching that scene, and it's not what I expected. I honestly, honestly thought it was a proper hammy, M or R or X rated fucking, you know, teen fucking romp just filled with fucking nudity, innuendo, proper inappropriate stuff. And there's about three or four, exactly what you said, Dave. I think you're absolutely correct. There's a couple of iconic moments that you know about in the movie, and that is it. It's a proper shit pre American pie with, or as I said, it's grease with women's body parts, and you can probably gather what they are. Uh, and it's four letters. But there you go. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, straight to the bottom. I, I don't think it's the worst thing I've ever seen because I'll, it'll always have a place in my heart for that one specific scene. When I watch it now, Dave, it's pretty shit. And it shows that basically I'd have got myself off with a gust of wind, my friend, because he's not. <laughs> but as a kid, a teenager, you're 15, 16 years old, it did the job, my friend. And that's far too much information for everyone else. So anyway, what about yourself? <laughs> I think I'm usually forgiven when I see a movie as being like a bit of a trendsetter, you know, changing the game a little bit. And I guess, I, I guess there were a few others like this. I I can think of things like Stripes. I I don't have too many memories of that, but I, I seem to remember, you know, it being a bit sexy as well. So I don't know if I can say that this one created this kind of sex comedy subgenre. But even if it did, and even if, you know, you can see its fingerprints all over things like American Pie mentioned about the in-betweeners as well, and all those other same types of movies, I just think it's it's just not very entertaining. You know, the trailer plays it up like it's this fucking porno, basically. But it's not. It is more of a kind of coming-of-age, no pun intended, comedy. Uh, or or movie um, and they like you say there's a few naked bodies in it and that's why it's the false advertising isn't it they, they've played up that aspect to it a lot more but um, no it's just for it purely not being entertaining at all I just have to send it to the bottom I've got to send it to Alderaan I, it's just this was a slog to get through and it is one of those where I kind of think, fuck me, we must have had a lot of shit movies around this time. Because, you know, how can this have entertained people? And it did. So, yeah, it, it should be blown up by a Death Star, this one. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you don't do that very often, Dave. But anyway, <laughs> hopefully we have a better movie next week, Dave. So what are we going to be reviewing? So next week, Chris, is another Patreon pick, and this is by Mark Pearson. And you, I think you might have mentioned this earlier before as well. <laughs> so this is a movie that's based on a, a novella by Stephen King. Proper coming-of-age stuff. And this is Stand By Me. In all our lives, there's a fall from innocence. A time after which we are never the same.
happened in the summer of 1959. A long time ago. But only if you measure it in terms of years. You guys want to go see a dead body? Bet you anything that if we find him, we'll get our pictures in the paper. Yeah, yeah, we can even be on TV. Sure, we'll be heroes. Yeah. Just suppose that I told the story. Do you think that anyone would have believed it? This is really a good time. The most blast. good so i'm looking forward to that i have actually seen this once so i want to i know it's a classic so i'm hoping that it still stands up because it's a proper coming of age movie isn't it so yeah a good one and we'll a good one. i'm hoping talk Shit's about some of our uh band days as well because this <laughs> gritty um you know down to earth grounded manchester indie band used to do a bit of stand by me didn't we <laughs> 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 Two versions just, of standby. Just for the clubs and that, you know. Oh, fucking hell. We did the Oasis one and then the <laughs> Benny King. But anyway, we'll definitely talk about that next week. So big thanks to everybody who supports us, guys. If you do want to support the show, get over to patreon.com forward slash the VHS Strikes Back. The big roll call of honour is coming to all our amazing Patreons and all everybody who supported us past and present. We absolutely love the fact that you jumped on board and just helped me and Dave with the podcast and as Dave would always say keep the lights on but if you want to email us VHS strikes back at gmail.com and if you want to follow us on social media at VHS strikes back so today's roll call of honor is as follows big thanks to Paul Mark Carl Matt Heath Haley Dylan Kent Lucky Lulu Green Dan Jax Math Blake John Hammond Brent from the Cinema Chat podcast and Mr Tony Farina so thank you very much and that was for Farina there Dave for supporting <laughs> the podcast and everyone else guys it's always fun and I've got a little poll up my sleeve for this week guys so stay tuned to our Twitter feed very good very good Chris now of all the iconic lines how are you going to finish us off this week woof woof <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> get me socks out, Dave. Get me socks out. I'll see. see you next time. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we gonna do now? What are we gonna do? Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? We better get back, cause it'll be dark soon, and they mostly come at night. Mostly. I'll be back. That's not. We came. We 
saw, we kicked its ass. Wax on, wax off. Yeah, maybe you're stupid. Stupid. I see you in six oh,